it's time to watch The Muppets with special guest James Coco. Megan, Megan. Oh, Megan, Megan. It's time to watch The Muppets, Megan. It is, and I think that we did with Glenn Coco. I did. I watched it. I think I watched it. We watched the James Coco episode airing in the U.S. on October 20... On October 12, 1978, and airing in the U.K. on December 8, 1978. So this is weird. We're jumping back now for... U.S. Yeah, because we totally watched an episode. We've watched episodes of November. Halloween. Yep. Yeah, we're all over the place. Yep. Let's figure out who James Coco is. You ready? James Coco, it's your birthday. I hate this. What? James Coco was an American comedian and actor. He guest starred on the Muppets episode three twelve. He also appeared in the Muppets Take Manhattan. And he did nothing else with his life. Give me more information. And he lived happily ever after. He died the March. Okay, sorry. He died February 25th, 1987. Oh. What if I'm James Coco's reincarnation? You definitely One are. year later. You are. But what you, if? you got to keep your hair this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. James Coco was an American stage and screen actor. He was the recipient of the Primetime Emmy Award, a Drama Desk Award, and three Obie Awards. OBGYN. As well as oh, nominations in the Tony Award, Academy Award, Golden Globe, whatever. He was, <laughs> this is my United States He was States in the film of version whatever. of The Man of La Mancha and Only When I Laugh. The Man of La Mancha. Where is La Mancha, do you think? I think it's in Spania. It, it, Italy? <laughs> is it in Italy? Metal? Italy? Let's click it. Let's see. Man of La Mancha. Isn't this the Don Quixote story? <sighs> yeah. It's the story of Don Quixote. And... It takes Don place. Quixote. It's a Spanish story. It takes place in España. Okay, Megan. Back on the subject at hand. Yes, back. We watched another horny episode of The Muppet Show. There, this is leftover horny from Raquel Welsh. Residual horniness. Let's get started. L- why don't we get things started? Why don't you get things started? James Coco asks Scooter to have Wardrobe press his jacket. His wardrobe pins him to the floor. This is a strong start. Love it. Love it. That's happened to me as a kid. My dresser has fallen on me more times than I can say. Oh, my God. Megan, Because I used to climb my furniture. You take too much time of this podcast to unpack (laughs) childhood trauma. I feel bad for my parents. My furniture would collapse on me all sorts of random So what did you do? Did you do that cliche thing of, like, you open the dresser to climb up the dresser? Mm Mm-hmm. And then it fell on you. Definitely. That's very silly. With all the books in your head. <laughs> and I just imagine you can be like, ah! And then your mom and dad running in to find you My pinned dad. under a dresser. Yeah. Definitely exactly how that happened. <laughs> so bad. Ah! That's how you scream. That's how you sound. <laughs> so at the Muppet Show theme, Beauregard has a script ready, but lets it fly all over. Four trumpets blare from each angle around Gonzo. Megan, this is one of my favorite opening numbers yet, I think, this season. Do you remember it? 
Is it the one with the ghost? Kermit, no. Kermit introduces the show and describes the opening underwater number. Oh, yes, this. This was great. Exclaim, last one in is a sissy. Is a sissy? Oh, my God. Robin the Frog and Kermit sing Octopus's Garden. It was With great. an aquatic band, Miss Piggy as a mermaid, an animal who's chased by a large stingray. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. We would be warm. So I have some questions about this. First of all, this opening number is brilliant. I love oh, that they're doing another Beatles song. I love that they're doing a weird shitty Ringo song. <laughs> but that was his nickname. Did they perform this song underwater? Truly, I don't know. They do weird stuff like that. This is and presented this as though it's truly underwater. Because right? didn't in Muppets in Manhattan or what's the next one? Well, maybe it was Caper. You'll tell you tell me uh, with mm-hmm. the pool scene. That might be Manhattan. Because the they talked about that in the book, mm-hmm. how intense it was and yeah. how they were experimenting with using the puppets in water before, but they really perfected it with the movie. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I mean, don't know. I understand that this is done with like camera tricks. What I'm saying is, are we meant to believe that Kermit is in water? Oh, yes. The illusion is, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's supposed to be under the water. But but you mean in like real life? I understand in real life they're not. Yeah. But in Muppet Show life, are they in water yes. for real? Right? Yeah, because okay. they even say the sp- the stage needs to be sucked up. Yeah, because it's all wet from yeah. this. The number. sponges okay. come out. Because I thought it was crazy that like Animal enters the scene wearing a scuba scuba gear. Yeah. Right. Well, he frogs are amphibians, right? Yeah. So they can. Breathe. But Miss Piggy is dressed as a mermaid and now suddenly can breathe underwater. Gillyweed. She okay. She had gillyweed. <laughs> Duh. I don't know. This whole number was bizarre, Billy. but I love that song. Yeah, it was. And good. like the way Robin sang it, however the fuck he, he wanted. He is so cute. I want to be under this. Like he just sang it however he felt. Robin's adorable, can do no wrong. Robin, Robin can do no wrong. He's adorbs. As much as I hate Kermit, I love Robin. I know. And you know what's so funny is I didn't like Robin. I never used to like Robin. Why? Because he's like the I little guy? He's annoying. He's very little brother. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, Robin's the best. <laughs> That's the sequel to Big Brother, by the way. <laughs> Robin's the little brother? No, little brother. That's going to be the new uh, reality show that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen Big Brother. You've seen Celebrity Big Brother. Get ready but have you seen Little Brother? That's a mad TV sketch, by the can, way. Can I play the be. Xbox now? Yeah, exactly. It's all just that. <laughs> so after this number, Kermit calls to action the dancing sponges, whose act will clean up the water from the previous number. I saw a Muppet phone in there. Miss, yeah, they did look like Muppet phones. Muppet phones, damn. <laughs> was oh, you were great in that last number, Piggy. Oh, thank you, Kermit. You know, I really like the water. Oh, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Which means after we're married, we can live at your place. Mm-hmm. Cute. I like that she's just gonna work her way back into him. Yeah, working my way back. She'll figure it to out. You, frog. She's like, I'm lighter underwater, Kermy. You want to make fun of my weight? <laughs> Pig don't weigh just more than you underwater, baby. You know, you could definitely lift me. So, is this the one you were talking about with the ghost? Yeah, Fozzie. Is this is a fortune teller. A character with no future goes to a medium. This to was see funny. His, his fortune told. James, who plays a medium, unveils the crystal ball only to find that Beauregard has gotten his head stuck in it. They're really trying to force Beauregard on us. 
They're like, let's try this Muppet. I think they He's keep been picking... in two opening numbers. Yeah, I think they're picking a Muppet and they're like, or, opening credits or, or you know what? It's like, the probably the puppeteer is like, let me try out this character. Yeah, let me see where I can, where yeah. he works, where yeah. I can fit him in. But, and they're always trying to get away from those same old guys. But you know what? Those same old guys are the best. They are. So, we're here for those same old guys. But it's cool to see new Muppets, whatever. Suddenly, the ghost of Chester Pugh appears, not realizing that this is a different seance and a fake one at that. Why do you think that fortune tellers stereotypically have this like gypsy style outfit? Do you think it's because like the turban, the and turban stuff? with the like sleeves Scarves and the vest? And... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about fortune telling. It must derive from like gypsy culture, like maybe Roma culture. The, yeah, this yeah. like the the stereotype of it must. Mm-hmm. There must be. Bits of it that were yeah, historically, I should look into historically them. accurate. You know, I don't know. Yeah, because now yeah, you're right. Stereotype. You see this kind of character. Yeah, it comes from somewhere. Very similarly. Oh my god, remember the Turkish mustache song? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, so this episode we didn't mention that yet has been met with a disclaimer a in the beginning. The warning that events in this episode may appear dated and whatever let me pull up the thing i actually do have it saved on my phone yeah and i was curious because you would text me that it had it and um the warning is this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now rather than remove this content same we want one. to acknowledge its harmful impact learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together this is the same one that they've been had yeah so I'm curious to know if it is maybe this depiction of a fortune teller. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think it's the last song. And I didn't know. I th- I guess when I was watching it, I was kind of like, well, is this it? Keeping or... your eyes out for something. Yeah. Right? And I and it definitely was keeping my eyes out for something. Um, do you know there was um, a warning on this last week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race because they gave the queens like colors based on exotic places in the world mm-hmm. and somebody got like red square russia oh really and they put, like a war they put like a whole thing about it. so did they film this series of drag race like before. ages ago you know like... well last year before the war started yeah wow yeah when it was you know mm-hmm. a little less so yeah controversial yeah. to say but like, it was a very specific do justice the... celebrate this nation yeah, yeah. It's interesting. So anyway, yeah, I guess they could put it in for the fortune teller. But honestly, once I saw that last song that he did, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think that there's a couple things. In my opinion, at least, there's a couple things that you could be tagged on. His want to include, like, women. We need girls. Get the girls out. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need girls. Girls Girls will enhance this. Like, just saying girls, too. You know what I mean? Girls, girls. Like, Oh, my God. I know that was, like, a different time that you would say girls to just mean anyone of, like, the female gender. But now it's, like, girls means, like, a little girl to me. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not women. It's not ladies. It's, oh, we need to get girls. If we get some girls on stage, everybody will be really excited. It's, like, gross and weird. You know? So Sam the Eagle, appalled by the sketch, has has finally had it. That was disgusting. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, that sketch was the last straw. That does it. I am leaving. Well, don't you have anything to say to me before I go? Uh, oh, yeah. Hmm. 
On your way out, would you empty the garbage? I thought that was funny. I'd be like, I was like, that's a good thing to ask somebody because taking out the garbage right? always sucks. Yeah, take this with you. Yeah. He decides to stay when he sees Rolf about to play a tribute to Ludwig von Beethoven. <laughs> Actually, I have to tell you, I loved his tribute to Beethoven. Yes, Rolf plays eight little notes with the help of a singing bust of Beethoven. And, so, he, and they made an idle joke about it, too. I gave you, on last week's episode, the Lego yeah, Fozzie. Fozzie. Look what comes with Lego Rolf. The oh my Beethoven god, the Beethoven. Bust. Isn't that weird? Wow. That's kind of bizarre, right? I kind of love that. That was the first one that I got. Oh, I really? thought that was pretty apt that like it was Rolf. Yeah. You know? like, kind of like the first Muppet. Would you have to pay what sonata do you have to play in Resident Evil? Is it just Moonlight, Moonlight Sonata? Yeah, it's Moonlight right? Sonata. Yeah, you have to like find the music the in the keys. closet. Yeah. That's such a cool game. I love that game. The beginning of it, the game is really good. The it was end so of the game innovative. is like, okay. Are they still interesting like that? I love the, that game. You know, like, are they still interesting? What do you mean? What's like that With the little things of like, find the music notes to oh, play I on don't the know. piano, to play the piano, to reveal the key, to open so. the door, to find the mask, to find the, you know, I'm making shit up at this point. But like. They weren't, it wasn't like. There were so many steps and everything. Resident was, Evil 4, I remember playing on the GameCube with uh-huh. our friends. And I don't remember there being anything that crazy. Being, yeah, I think but remember just like, being shooting, like you a lot of the shooting. You piano to reveal the key to open the door to find the thing. Yeah, the, get, the, like, the, I, the gem for the yeah, tiger's for the tiger eye. eye, like yeah. all that shit. The mechanical so, shark. And like games didn't do Ooh, that kind of stuff. Those back zombies then. are so creepy in that. Yeah, especially the one, the one that you see like close up that like the cutscene goes to. Yes, that like yeah. comes at you. They they're making a show for Netflix that comes out in a couple weeks at this point. Did you a know Resident that? Evil? Yes. And they're are they going from like the beginning? Uh, yes. Okay, good. I'll watch it. They're going no, but they're going from like no. We're people, and we live in a utopia, and someone got umbrella sick, port. and blah blah blah. It's umbrella City, and blah yeah, like it's like all you have to do is make a TV show of the fucking haunted house. I know. And have Jill Valentine exactly. investigating the house. I, I, I'm sorry. that Why can't they get it? That's the best cool. Even in the original movies, they didn't do a good enough job exploring I, the house. That first game is awesome that you explore Just that as ma- we're mansion. saying the way we like to play it. I want to watch Jill Valentine fucking find a chest and find music notes and bring it to a piano, play Moon Knight Sonata, and, and reveal a And then a door a open. Yes. I want it to work like that. I don't understand why they can't figure that that... Is the most interesting way to tell that story. And they can do so much cool stuff with that, like like something with a painting or like the, remember the dogs attack her in the hallway? Yes. and Yeah. There's so much you could do with that. You can tell the story of like the How about the herbs that they had apart. to take to like yeah. heal themselves? But like you can tell the story of your like origins of Raccoon City. And how City, you can't leave. However, and then that. discovering the hive. As your B and C stories to Jill Valentine. But like season two in the middle of the season is when you discover the hive, like discovering Desmond. It's not the first season. No. The first season is just the house. Yeah. That's all you have to do. I'm not even like a Resident Evil head and I know that they're they're doing this wrong. They're doing it wrong. But um, Mila Johalovich in those movies are great. Is great. And then that one, the the last one I saw in the theater was um, Jill Valentine was in it, and like they were in like the desert in California, right? I think I saw that. And they one like worked you. together, yeah. and I was like, yeah, action. Was that movie. the one in three D? I have no idea. 
<laughs> Ask me what movies I've seen in 3D. I will never be able to remember to tell you. No. I know, it that was like, such a thing. I that was don't like care. 2009 yeah. to 2012. The Dobly, have you ever been to the do, the Dobly? Dobly? How do you say it? Dolby. Dobby. <laughs> you still said it wrong. Dolby. Thomas Dolby. Dolby. She blinded me with science. Dolby. Have you seen a Dolby movie? It's just like it's great. It's just like a big HD and the sound is epic I don't think and so, no. it's just like that's how like the regular movies are now. I remember when IMAX was like first. IMAX is like too much for IMAX me. IMAX is a little bit too much. The Do- Dolby. 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 Dull bananas. I like it. I just want to say Dobby. I know you do. <laughs> You've been fighting it, but not hard enough. All right. So our UK spot. Robin tells Kermit he can't sleep, fearing the presence of snakes. Aww. Kermit has him imagine the beauty of snakes. Robin envisions a quartet of snakes dancing to an upbeat version of... In a Persian market. Afterward, the snakes have joined them in the bedroom. That's pretty cool. You know that our relationship with the Middle East is probably so... It was like... It probably wasn't as terrible as it is now. No, right? no. Where were we getting oil from? Then? We were friend. We were right? friendly like, with Iran, but like we weren't like... We didn't have sanctions against them back uh, then, right? Yeah. Much more like celebrated and embraced then i don't know much about it but i do know that like because we're so other young stuff was going on yeah we are so young i'm so young i can't believe how old i am to be honest with you <laughs> i'm just like it doesn't make any sense to me anyway james compliments kermit on running such a smooth fast-paced show they then see the swedish chef meandering by singing a slow tune james doesn't like the look of the next act and decides to add some razzle-dazzle. Oh, my God. So then the Swedish chef tries to prepare a banana split with an axe, but is constantly distracted by some Spanish dancers. He takes care of the dancers by throwing the peel on the floor. You know, did you notice that Wanda was repurposed for this? No, was she? Yeah, she was the dancer on the end. So uh, I can't understand why she's just gone. And but that Wayne little weasel is in, is in the next bit. Yeah. Why? Why is she gone? What did she do? Like, oh, there's too many women on this fucking Muppet it's show? It's so funny because, honestly, I thought that the next bit came before this bit. Yeah. Because I remember seeing Wayne and thinking like, or do we see Wayne backstage? Wayne is backstage yeah, okay, next. So we see, after the, oh, after, after this. After because Swedish Chef. I noticed that we saw Wayne and then I, that made me, I feel like, notice that Wanda was in this episode yeah. too, but in a Maybe different way. Maybe he wanders light. through at a different point. Yeah. From, I saw him now. and I was like, why do they keep Wayne and not I Wanda? I don't understand. This little fucking weasel. He only works with Wanda. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't he work. He totally got rid of Wanda in a heartbeat. We hated them, and now I'm just mad at him. And I yeah, want he's back. a to- Why does he get to stay? I don't understand. And not Wanda and her stupid face. Why hasn't anyone made a Wayne and Wanda, WandaVision mashup? Oh. Where it's Wanda, dressed as the Scarlet Witch. For the and deep nerds. Wayne as Vision. Is this something I have to undertake by myself? I think you could. I think I have to do this? And you'll make millions on the shirts. Make millions. Millions. I'll sell it to that... What is that Too company? bad keychains aren't in style anymore. Remember when keychains were big? I've asked you this before. Megan, I loved a keychain. Yeah, I remember people I had really them did. in their backpacks. You went to Spencer's, you got your silly ass keychain. Oh or my someone God. would bring you back one. Beautiful, intelligent, cha- intelligent, talented, charming human. That's what bitch stands for. Do you remember the birth of a candy bar? No. Oh my God. Okay. 
I need to read you the birth of a candy bar. I can't believe you don't remember this one. This was my favorite. Uh, what's your favorite keychain? We're so dating ourselves right now. And like the clicking of people having like tons of them on the keys. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. That, like plastic clank. Okay, so here's the birth of a candy bar. You really don't know this? I don't think so. On payday, Mr. Good wanted Mr. Goodbar wanted a bit o' honey. So he took Miss Hershey behind the corner of Clark and Fifth Avenue. He began to feel her mounds with his butterfinger. Oh my god, I that hate That was this. pure almond joy. He let out a Snickers as she screamed, Oh Henry, while squeezing his tiny Tootsie Roll. I hate this. She said, you are even better than the Three Musketeers. Soon, she Ew. was a bit chunky, and <laughs> the result came nine months later, Sweet Baby Ruth. I used to have a keychain that had that on oh, it, and I thought it was Oh, my God. Hilarious. And it had the... Pi- but the best part is that... You have to take a screenshot of that, because it actually <laughs> had the pictures of the candy bars, <laughs> which makes it better. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was written out. It was from Spencer's, and it was, you know, and it was probably three ninety nine. My pride and joy. It, yeah. I probably was really upset when it eventually broke off because it was made of cheap acrylic. Yeah. And you're like, this is the best keychain ever was. Keychains ruled. Yeah. Keychains, I feel like, came right after stickers. Keychains were like, like your stick- profile picture before you had a profile picture. Yes. This is, this what, is my personality. This is my personality. My Do I have keychain. any keys? Oh, yeah. This one is to my dad's old car. Yeah. And this one is oh, to yeah, my, my parents house. gave me these old keys. Yeah, these None keys of them work. Don't really go to anything. <laughs> but I have some. <laughs> How many keys do you have? Oh, none? You didn't even find one in the dirt? <laughs> tell me you want to find them in the dirt or something. I have a key that I have hanging in my kitchen right now with like the, on the key hook that I found in the dirt at my wedding. Oh, my God. And I'm like, someone's going to need this key. Yeah. I better take this it. This is the key to my butt. No, I'm kidding. My heart. I'm going to say my heart. <laughs> so James thinks the next act, a singer... Will go great until he hears Wayne's off-key voice. So now Wayne sings Catch a Falling Star until Scooter points out that the star is burning in his pants. That's kind of funny. A clown pig extinguishes him and the dancers and snakes pass by. I'm sorry, the clown pig was weird. What was so that? did you think this was the disclaimer? Wait, the clown pig in the Gonzo dream thing was weird too. Did you notice that like weirdo pig in, in his... In the last episode? That was in the Jamboree? last episode? Yeah, in Jamboree. That was weird. I don't remember that. It was weird. These are... I kind of like how creepy these are getting. Not the horny creepiness, but like the other creepiness. I thought this was perhaps one of the reasons that it had a disclaimer. That like his pants caught on fire because he put a sparkler in his pants. He's a liar liar. So of course his pants are on fire, Doug. Oh no. You think that there's an... Uh, and a layer to Wayne getting his pants on fire. He's lying about being straight. Oh, well, this is another one of those weird things because he says something about like true love will meet your eyes or something like yeah. that, right? And then he turns around He's and there's Scooter. With himself. And it is Scooter, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you they are dating. You think secretly. Wayne and Scooter could be secretly dating? I felt I feel like they're not dating, but they definitely sleep together and they just like it's all business. It's just like, uh-huh. okay, hi. It's like they don't Do you think Scooter like uses his leverage as like the stage manager, like the Sometimes gopher. I think he helps Like him. he's like... Yeah. Yeah. I do think so. Why well, sleep with somebody if you can't benefit from it? Wayne right? does a little something for him. <laughs> Scooter will get him a little bit of screen exactly. time. Exactly. All right. So Kermit describes the next sketch to James, who thinks it's also going to be a dud unless they add some girls to the mix. There's this character on Comedy Bang Bang that I can't remember his name right now. 
But his whole thing is like he's gonna add girls to oh, the show. Really? He's like an old like producer, and he's like, we need something to get to get dad excited. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, it, I remember one of the episodes, he's like gonna put on a production of Pinocchio, but they need to bring in the girls, <laughs> something for daddy to look at. Oh like, my god! And the whole thing is that he's like this creepy, <laughs> like disgusting that's so pervo. Funny. Is Scott and that's what this reminded doing me of. That or who's no, doing no. That? It's an Andy Daly character Andy Daly. that I can't remember the name of. Oh, my God. But what really makes it a special show, Scott, is that there's also a little something in there for Daddy. Something in there for Daddy? What do you mean by that? Bring out the girls. Get out there in your soldier suit. That's just for Daddy. Beautiful, sexy, dancing girls. That's the best part of the show. I spend a lot of time getting very personally involved in that aspect of the show. Do you? I tell them, get out there in your soldier suit. That's just for Daddy. Dumb something. He hasn't been on in a long time because he's like a gross creep. Yeah, yeah. So they don't do that character really. But that's all that I could think of is that he's just like, we got to get some girls in the mix. Yeah. There's not enough girls here. Like we got to, what, what are we all supposed to be looking at? There's no dames running around. So then Veterinarian's okay. Hospital, the crew is going to take out the appendix of some Spanish dancers, but are repeatedly interrupted by some dancing chorus girls. Dr. Bob decides to not take out the appendix, but rather the blonde on oh. the end. Oh, no. The chorus girl's Wanda's in this part. Is she? That's what I okay. mean. Okay. So you did see her this. before. Yeah. Wanda's in this one. She's one of the chorus girls? Yeah. She's the one on the end. But it's not just Spanish dancers who are getting operated on. It's the, it's the Muppaphone guy. No? I thought it was the Muppaphone guy. I thought it was just him. I don't know why. Did they change it? Like no. midway? I think that the description is wrong. So I watched this very beat from the beach. I will tell you that. I watched it on my phone. You watched it as Jim intended? Sitting in the window. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So I wanted to talk to you. It's very hot in here. And it I have a story about very being very hot. warm. So I went and got a haircut last week. Yeah. And um, I went to this like barber shop down the street. And this guy, he okay. was like, he, he asked me how I wanted my haircut. And then I showed him a picture. And he said, okay. So... Midway through the haircut, he goes, are you warm? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. And he's like, okay. And he's like, he starts breathing like this. He's like. <sighs> and he's like cutting my hair like piece by piece by piece. Like just little, like one hair at a time. And he's breathing heavily. And then all of a sudden I look at his arms and he's sweating so profusely that all of my hair is coating his arms. Oh, he's like a werewolf. Oh my God. And he's. <sighs> okay. And he goes. I'm, I'm sorry. I need to take a break. And this is like a half an hour into cutting my hair. It should not take that long. Half an hour? Like That's a long time. So he yells at this woman who's like laying on a couch at the front. And he goes, you have to shut the door. We have to put the air on. And she goes, okay. you know. And, and then he goes and he stands by this like slop sink. And he's like breathing deeply. And he's like splashing water all over himself. And he comes back and he's like, I'm just so sorry. It's just so hot. And I'm like, you're okay. And he's continues breathing like that and i'm like am i gonna be okay is he gonna be okay Holy is this man shit. gonna drop dead before he's done giving me a haircut so then he gets to the end and we had at, at some point started talking about the last time i this got my hair he gets tips from people by the way and he, go, <laughs> he goes I, I said um my aunt your yeah. mother i'm like usually cuts my hair it's been a long time you know she lives kind of far and he goes oh well I had to charge you extra. We usually only charge $20 for a man's haircut, but you had too much hair. So I have to charge you 25 I'm like, that's perfectly fine. 
<laughs> like, thank you very much for not dropping dead while giving me this haircut, sir. <laughs> Doug, this is why I don't get haircuts. You can't go back there. This is why I don't I go I have to tell you something, Doug. You can't. You're not allowed to go back there. That's right. a nightmare situation. <laughs> that is absolutely my nightmare. No. 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 And like to go, I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. What's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to get a bad haircut. That was the I worst. I had plenty of bad haircuts. No, this What's was a whole nother thing. <laughs> What's the difference between a bad haircut and a good haircut? About two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, that was my horror story of like. That's a nightmare, Doug. Yeah. A terrible, terrible nightmare. I think and I, I was warm. I was being nice. It was hot. And I was under a coat tarp yeah. thing, you know. I mean, I'm hot right now. It's like so bad in here. Ugh. Well, Kermit tells James about the grand finale for the show and the spectacular they have. James insists that he'd rather do something small. Oh, Backed my up God. by a band of short Muppets, James sings Short People. Soon after, Thog bursts onto the stage and yells, Hi, Shorty. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. They got little hands and little eyes And they go around telling great big lies They got little noses and tiny little teeth They wear platform shoes on their tiny little feet Well, I don't want no short people I don't want no short people I don't want no short people out here Short people, who is this? This song, you've heard this song, right? Short people got no re it's a randy newman song from 77 so this song is like relatively new at the time of this recording of this episode that's kind of wild the way randy newman sings it i don't feel like it's so offensive no his voice is charming and silly i felt like this was offensive yeah you think this was one of the reasons that it was i thought this was the reason it was marked yeah like, the way he hits these things differently, like, short people got no reason yeah, to like, live. Like, yeah, Randy Newman is so non-threatening. This guy is, like, Yeah, like, I sleazer. still don't really get his deal. I don't know his deal either. I don't, I don't really care for him. I don't feel like he established his deal This was us. definitely a better episode than last episode. But only marginally. Yeah, but it wasn't great. I would skip these two. And I My thought- problem is we're riding this high- of, like, these really great episodes well, that we like, just watched? The, the, okay, to give them credit, the Muppet sketches, mm-hmm. the actual sketches, are solid. Yes. They're, like, pretty good. They're pretty well-tuned and everything. But these, like, guest spots are so bad. And these last two episodes, oh, my God. Yeah. Hopefully the next guests are better. It's not for me, this one, man, right? Like, it just yeah. kind of sucked. Yeah. So the short people have no grievance with James after that number. But take Kermit and begin hurling him into the air. I don't get it. I thought this was kind of cool because they did it pretty seamlessly. They must have had two Kermits at some point. Oh, yeah. They because had they would more throw the one and the second it came down, it would be Kermit. He would just stop that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then they'd throw him again and he'd be like, ah. <laughs> That was really, so really So funny. Well yeah. They're really good with like the, the special effects and the techniques. And, and they're like stunting. Their puppetry is really solid. Yeah. And they're, they're good. Like they got the show. The beats are good. But it's just this guest was a dud. And the whole Raquel Welsh thing was a dud too. I've got no notes of anything having been cut or anything like that so let's talk about next week's yeah who's who's next week next week is episode 313 helen reddy airing in the u.s on september 21st 1978 
and airing in the UK on December 1st, 1978. So we're really just bopping all over the place. I don't understand what this order... But here's the premise. Kermit tells his new janitor, Beauregard... So this is weird already, because we're being introduced to Beauregard in this yeah. episode. Kermit tells his new janitor, Beauregard... To clean up the theater and use some elbow grease. Unfortunately, the utterly incompetent Beauregard, after not finding any elbow grease, uses axle grease, which Bring causes back George. everyone to slip around. Oh my Beauregard, god. Beauregard, what kind of idiot are you? Kermit exclaims. Oh, I didn't know there was a choice, Beauregard answers. Bring back George and get drop this Amelia Bedelia motherfucker. Ugh, Amelia Bedelia, draw the drapes. Amelia Bedelia would never put axle grease on the floor. Amelia Bedelia is not even French. She would still be in the store looking for that elbow grease. Is she a maid for real though? That's her. She her deal is she's a maid, right? I think she's a maid. Yeah. She like looks like a French maid. Yes. Now she doesn't. If you look it up, they draw Amelia oh, Bedelia yeah, differently. You she's been updated. Me. It's horrible. Oh, you can't be a maid anymore. That's offensive. Not a French maid no more. <laughs> well, that's a sex thing now, right? I think it's simply a sex yeah. thing. Simply a sex. In the past, you were either having sex or you were Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> they were mutually exclusive concepts. Oh, my God. I feel like Shelley uh, Duvall could have played Amelia Bedelia. Shelley Duvall definitely could have played she Amelia She is uh, olive oil. Shelley Long, too. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, Shelley Long. They both could have played <laughs> actually, a damn good Amelia yes. Bedelia. Two very different interpretations. Different Shelleys. Both would do a good job. They both really would. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, all right, so yeah, join us next week when we watch the Helen Reddy episode. Um, you can follow us on social media at, at uh, ITTWTM. Message us. We love you. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank you. We have and, fun doing uh, this. Thanks. We do have fun doing this. Even when we sweat to death. I know. Sweating to the to the Muppets. Yeah, sweating to the Muppets. Thanks for the gumball. Honey.